I'm Dr. Sheldon L. Akins from the Leading Equity Podcast and a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Welcome to the Ditch That Textbook Podcast, a daily show to equip, inform, and inspire educators to teach with less reliance on the textbook through technology, creativity, and innovation. I'm your host, Matt Miller. Let's get started. This is episode 129 of the Ditch That Textbook podcast, member of the Education Podcast Network, coming to you from the Ditch That Textbook World Headquarters here at my house in West Central Indiana. Although some of the episodes coming up here pretty soon will not be coming from the Ditch That Textbook World Headquarters. Uh, I'm going to be heading to the FETC conference in Miami, Florida, where I'm going to be a featured speaker. I'm going to be doing a whole bunch of presentations down there. If you're going to be there, I would love for you to um, come up and say hello, or um, you know, if I get a chance to to meet you, that would be fantastic. Uh, even if you're not going, I'm going to be bringing some of the the things that I'm learning and some of the people that I'm meeting to you from that conference um, in the form of some uh, podcast interviews and some on-site uh, podcast episodes. So uh, definitely be looking forward to that. Um, so today I wanted to share something with you that comes from the book Make Learning Magical. It's written by Tisha Richmond. Um, and Tisha, one of the things that really impresses me with Tisha is all of the uh, gamified experiences that she's had in her own classes. Uh, she taught culinary arts for a long time. And at some point, uh, she and she talks about um, going to a conference and learning about gamification, you know, bringing some of those elements of games into her class um, and trying to create that kind of experience. And she talks about doing this within her own class. And she has created some really, really cool um, game experiences. For instance, she has turned some of her culinary arts classes into like the Great Food Truck Challenge. Um, she's done a MasterChef style uh, game. And they've, been, they've, they've evolved into the kinds of games that go the entire semester. Um, or the entire year. And Tisha has talked about how some of these gamified experiences would really take some of those students who were kind of like reluctant learners before, and they would be showing up to class every single time, being prepared, being invested, because the game was, you know, kind of giving them a new level of motivation. And so the more that I heard about this, um, and the more excited I get about, about using game elements like this or trying to bring like, you know, a game show or a, you know, some sort of, um, you know, some sort of game experience from TV into the classroom. Um, but for me, I know in my own classroom, um, you know, I've considered doing some of this stuff and I've never dove into it very deeply because, I think I was afraid that I didn't have have a good picture of where I was going to go with it. 
So I was, I was reading some of Make Learning Magical uh, by Tisha recently, and she gave two suggestions for getting started with gamification in the classroom that I thought were really good. And so one of them was, she said, start small. Uh, you don't have to completely gamify your entire class from the onset. Start with a unit that you'd like to revamp. Maybe it's one one that you really don't enjoy teaching or has lost its excitement. And she says, what could you do to breathe life into it for you and your students? So that's, you know, that's good news. If I could have passed that back to, you know, the version of me back years ago when I was thinking about this and didn't think that I had it all together. She says, start small. So that's, that's one. Here's the other one. I thought this was super important. She said, you can start without it all, without having it all figured out. She said, it's important to understand that I didn't have all of MasterChef or the great food truck race or her amazing race games all figured out from the beginning. My games have always been a work in progress that I've developed through play. Let me say that again. She's developed it through play. Like... She's started them, and then as the game has gone on, she and her students have kind of figured it out together. She says, if I had waited until it was all planned and perfect, it would have never happened. Honestly, even if it had been planned out, most likely I would have made changes. So here's somebody coming from the other side of it, uh, having implemented it successfully, and she's saying, you know, even if I had it all planned out, I would have made changes anyway, so just get started, you know? Get started with something that you think that you and your students might be interested in and then be flexible and willing to make changes as you go. So if this is something that you've thought about, you know, what kind of game elements could we bring into the classroom to um, increase that motivation, increase student engagement, you know, really grasp their attention from the get-go? Those are two suggestions that Tisha Richmond has from the book Make Learning Magical, um, someone who has some experience implementing those things. Number one, start small, and number two, you don't have to have it all figured out before you start. Thanks for listening to the Ditch That Textbook podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you love it, be sure to leave a review and rating on iTunes to help others find a show. Thanks for listening and happy ditching.